0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you longing for a place where hope, ideas, and new ways of thinking can arise? For nearly 50 years, Omega Institute's campus in Rhinebeck, New York, has been a gathering place where world-class teachers provide innovative educational experiences that cultivate extraordinary potential in us all. Join us either on campus or online To learn more, visit eomega.org. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice
1: of an awakening world. Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman.
2: Listen. 816. They're all around you, close as a thought or a memory.
1: Messages of hope. Messages of hope. Well, hi, everybody, and I am just winging it here because we just had a little glitch in our system, but I love how spirit. Helps us out here because I have a solution. We were supposed to be hearing from Eileen McCusick, but for some reason she didn't call in. So, you know, I sat here and I said, okay, spirit, what's the reason for this? What are we supposed to do? And I love my Navy training. It tells me to be calm when there's a challenge. And then I love my spiritual training. It says everything is well and good. And with 30 seconds to go, they said, let's talk about Helping parents heal. So, <laughs> in just that short period of time, I have on the line the vice president of Helping Parents Heal, and that's Irene Vuvalides. And we're going to just chat with her. And if Eileen comes in, we'll bring her on later. But for now, the topic today is going to be finding help from grieving during a crisis. Eileen, welcome. Not Eileen. Eileen's the one that we need to give the call to. But Irene, how are you doing today? <laughs> and that is called flexibility. I have no idea what I called you away from, but you are live on the Messages of Hope show. How about that? <laughs> hey, well, I know that so many of my listeners are parents who have children across the veil, shining light parents, and uh, you and I are both in that category. But for those of you who are not, I'd love for you to just stay with us because the things we'll be talking about will apply to anyone who has a loved one across the veil. But I've been so impressed with helping parents heal during this pandemic because you asked your affiliates not to hold meetings. And yet sometimes those meetings are exactly what shining like parents who are in the depths of grief needed. They needed to connect with people. So Why don't you tell us a little bit about the organization and how you've handled these last two months? Because it absolutely has blown me away. Yes.
0: um, So Helping Parents Heal was founded in 2009 by Elizabeth
1: Yeah. Hang on just a second, Irene. I just got a note from Ty that he can't hear you. Jeff Comfort, can you tell me why a a listener couldn't hear? It should be
0: good.
1: It should be coming through. Let's see. He's got it now. Okay, great. All right, so Irene, you were just telling us about helping parents heal. Yes, started in 2009 by
0: Elizabeth Boisson and uh, Mark Ireland after the passing of their children. Um, Elizabeth started it almost, I guess, just a few weeks after her son Morgan passed at the base camp of Mount Everest. Um, I joined the organization after my daughter, Carly, transitioned in 2013. I found Helping Parents Heal, I think about a year and a half later, and it literally saved my life. Um, It brought me hope. It helped me to know that Carly is still right here. She's with me always, and it's teaching parents to have a relationship with their children that death is nothing more than dropping one's body. Our children still exist. They're in another realm. We connect with our children through mediums and learning to do it ourselves, and it's just an incredible organization. We go a step beyond other grief support groups by allowing the open discussion of spiritual experiences and discussion of the afterlife.
1: Yeah, to me, that makes all the difference in the world because it gives us hope, which is, of course, this is the Messages of Hope radio show, but hope that that we will see our loved ones again. But you guys go beyond that because every month that fabulous newsletter that uh, is put out includes validations from our kids. Yes. And um, we normally,
0: well, we're now over 14,000 members worldwide, over 120, I think, now physical locations of groups. But because of the pandemic, we are not holding in-person meetings So we've been having Zoom meetings, and what's nice about it is, so we have local groups and meetings. I have my meeting in Hilton Head on the second Sunday of every month, but now we're able to open up my meeting to anyone in the organization. So it's almost every single week there is a Helping Parents Heal meeting in Arizona, in Florida, in all all around the world, and everybody can join into those meetings.
1: Now, I don't think there are many people left in the world that don't know what Zoom is, but it's a video conferencing application that's available online. So all you need is a – you don't even need a computer. You could even use your phone, right?
0: Yes, you can use a smartphone. You can use an iPad. Um, It's really incredible, and it's so easy. I mean, it's literally clicking on a link, and you can join a meeting. Then because our conference is postponed, um, our conference – was supposed to be uh, April 16th to 19th in Charleston, South Carolina. Obviously, we couldn't hold the meeting, but almost every speaker has agreed to do a Zoom meeting. And Suzanne, you spoke uh, last month, I believe. Um, So we've had uh, incredible speakers. For the month of May, Elizabeth and I, well Elizabeth is the tech person, but we had a meeting Monday through Friday
1: for um, almost five weeks.
0: Five
1: yeah. speakers a week. This is what I wanted to just brag on your organization about because you had big names and, and the whole gamut of people who are well-known and people who are not so well-known. But every night there was something for people to tune into live, to feel that energy, to learn from people who have been where those who are grieving now had been. It was just this amazing thing community of support. that just blew me away how everybody came together for that. Yes, and it's made such a difference for so many people. We have had people reach out to
0: us and say, it's the weekend, and we feel like, you know, we we can't wait for the next meeting, Uh, but on Sundays, a lot of the uh, group meetings have taken place, and then I also started a chat with Irene on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and uh, parents come on, and we just pick a topic and talk about that. So we are. Is that still completely going connected with each other. on? Uh, right now I'm doing the chat uh, with your very dear friend as well, Kathy McManus. So it's chat know. with Kathy and Irene on Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern time. So we all have to people find on. that. Um, you'd have to go to the helping parents heal website, www helpingparentsheal.org. On Facebook, you can Google Helping Parents Heal and all of the meetings that we have um, had via Zoom are available. We just have our own YouTube channel now. So Helping Parents Heal YouTube Um, Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, and you can find all of those meetings there. You don't have to be a member of Helping Parents Heal to listen to some of these incredible speakers. Um, We had Dr. Raymond Moody spoke. Uh, Tomorrow night, um, well, actually, tomorrow
1: afternoon, Mavis Capilla is going to speak to our group. So let me talk about that for a minute. Mavis Patilla, as many of sure. you who follow my work know, is this uh, amazing medium who's been practicing mediumship for 50 years in England and then around the world. She was one of my original mentors, and now we call each other friend. But I wrote her biography. It's called Droplets of God, and I think it's really cool that she's speaking to helping parents heal. Has she ever done that for the group before? No, she hasn't. We reached
0: out to her and asked her, and in fact. Um, She and Jean wrote back and said they have been watching our videos on the YouTube channel. They are just
1: uh, amazed at what we're doing, and she can't wait to speak tomorrow night. Oh, awesome. Well, I hope as many of you who can join in will do so. What time is that, Irene? Uh, 3 p.m. Eastern time. 3 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. Mm -hmm. Okay, now the, the YouTube channel has it for anybody who's the all the past videos for anybody who's not a member, but for somebody to join in the meeting live tomorrow, is that, how does that work?
0: Um, well, we, uh, it, we ask that you be a member of Helping Parents Heal. Um, but if anyone is interested in listening to Mavis, we'd be more than happy to um, send you the link. You can email me um, or you can reach out on Facebook to me, Irene Vu and I'd be happy to send anybody the link. I see, okay, or if and then will, that, to will that talk maybe. end up
1: on YouTube? Will yes, her talk will end up, up on YouTube, on YouTube later? YouTube. Yes, within there, a few hours go. it will be. Okay. I want to tell you all, don't go anywhere, Irene. <laughs> what the, nope. the really, really stunning thing that happened when you reminded me that the conference was canceled. I was so looking forward to that. How many people were signed up for that? Um, 600, I believe we were signed yeah. up and
0: we had a waiting list.
1: Yeah, 600 Shining Light parents were going to gather in Charleston in April and I had my talk already my my one of my my I was one of many keynote presenters and just so looking forward to sharing the energy with everyone and last September I was teaching a class at the Monroe Institute and one of the students said that she's a psychic well we're all (coughs) psychic when when we can do mediumship but she said she actually was one of those psychics you call into and you know, does psychic work? And I was so curious. I said, I'd never had a reading with somebody who is a just pure psychic, not just a medium. Would you do a reading for me? So it, when she did the reading, she came up with four or five things that were really had a possibility of being true. I was excited about them. But Irene and everybody listening, one thing she said was clearly wrong. She was absolutely off the mark because she said, I'm looking at your calendar for April 2020. And it's, there's this three weeks there. They're just a blank slate. The first three weeks in April. And I said, well, that's impossible because I'm a keynote presenter for the Helping Parents Heal conference. And that there's nothing going to get in the way of that. And then I completely forgot she said it, but I put it on my calendar. So here comes April 1st. And I wrote, the psychic says that the first three weeks of April are a blank slate. Well, as all of us now know, the pandemic came along just before then, and everything in April was canceled. I was dumbfounded, absolutely dumbfounded. And that woman... Nancy Church is going to be a guest on the show later, so if you want to know how a psychic like that really works, you'll want to tune into that episode. But Irene, it's like they, the spirit world knew in advance that that conference wasn't going to happen. I believe so. I believe so. We now
0: know that. Um, we never know, and we have to we have to trust, and there was a reason it wasn't meant to be, but hopefully we'll be able to reschedule it. And we're looking at a venue that can take up to a thousand people, which is just incredible.
1: So, so there we go. And my, my talk is ready to go and I'll give it at any time. But let's get back to how how do you feel how do you feel the parents dealt with the pandemic? Do you think it caused those who were still really grieving, did it cause them more angst or did you see this is a double question, and did you see that these extra meetings that Helping Parents Hill lined up made a difference?
0: Um, it's interesting because there were a lot of parents that reached out and were not used to, me, not used to having <laughs> time on their hands. So distraction and grief sometimes is helpful. And you don't have to think about things. You're busy, you're working, you're whatever you're doing. So for those parents... We did have a lot of people reach out, and we're thrilled to be involved in these meetings, the Zoom meetings. And then we had a lot of discussions going on where people said, yes, I'm quarantining, I'm home, and what's the worst possible thing that could happen? We leave this earth, and we're with our kids again. (laughs) We had so many people say that, that we've already been through what we feel is the worst thing that can happen to us, and it's... We were taken by this pandemic. We'll be with our children again. So it was an interesting mix of thoughts. Uh, But people so, so appreciated having the Zoom meetings to be able to connect.
1: Well, that's cool. That is resilience, isn't it? I mean, one of those silver linings that you don't expect, that things just don't knock you off balance anymore.
0: No, they don't.
1: They don't. All right. Well, I'm going to be taking call-ins now because, Irene, I put you on the spot, and and I'm not going to ask you to to think of what to talk about for a full hour, but if you're just joining us, my guest, Eileen McCusick, for some reason uh, did not call in, and so we've been talking with Irene Vuvolidis from Helping Parents Heal, but As soon as we wrap this up in a couple minutes, I'll take calls. I'll answer questions just like I do the first Thursday of every month. So you can call in, and the number is 816-251-3555. So this is your chance to just chat with me live, ask any questions. I'll ask my team in spirit if I don't know the answer. But meanwhile, Irene, any um, interesting stories that came up from any of those chats that you had that come to mind? Um, I think I'm, I'm just amazed by how people have tuned in from all around the world. That's been really amazing. Wow. I wonder how they're hearing about you. Just the Internet, I guess. Yes. We have a woman in Paris who's um, on all of the chats. We have
0: uh, Paula, who you know, in Hawaii that's on the chats. And we've had some parents some brand new parents, I'm talking parents that are only a couple of months and they found Helping Parents Heal and of course they had great stories, they have no idea how they found us and those moms um, have been in on the chats twice a week and all of the Zoom meetings and I have to tell you, they're doing incredible. They really, really are. So um, it's, it's really nice when, when you're with someone who's in the depth of grief of grief, reach out and
1: um, help them. So it's amazing. It's wonderful work. It's beautiful. I just give credit to all of you. And for anybody that doesn't know, all of the board members, anybody associated with Helping Parents Heal does it completely for no remuneration whatsoever. Nobody gets paid for anything. So all of the hours and hours and hours that that, uh, the board members put in, and especially in these last five or six weeks of uh, putting on special meetings. We just really take our hats off to you. Well, wow. thank you, Suzanne. Yeah. Thank you, and thank you
0: again for all that you do. My gosh, you you were such a large part of my healing, and I thank you every day for that. Well, it,
1: it's wonderful, and I thank Spirit for letting me chat with you today and say hi to Linus. <laughs> he wanted to be on the air. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> all right. Thank all right, you. you take care. I love you guys. Thanks, everybody. I love you too. <laughs> okay, all, all right, right bye-bye. bye-bye. Well, I see I have one person on the line with a question, but I'm going to pose something else to any of you listening. I would love if you would call in and share any, like your top story that left no doubt in your mind that your loved one across the veil is with you. So that would be a wow moment, a sign from across the veil, a a synchronicity that you just couldn't deny. What is your number one story that left no doubt that your loved one is still with you? If you have a burning desire to share that publicly on the air, this is your chance to call in and talk with me and share it with everybody. And the number again, 816-251- Three five five five. So, meanwhile, I see that we have Marion on the air. Hi, Marion. You answered the call. Hi, it's call. Hi, Suzanne. <laughs> um, I wish I could have that wow that
3: you just spoke about, but I have to, um, I have to share what um, I'm calling about. Um, so my husband started to communicate with me about a month ago. He and I were interested somewhat in mediumship for since 2007 and, no, you know, Marion, like, are you
1: my friend, Marion from the villages?
3: Um, no, I'm not, but I had, okay. um, I had cousins that live in, no, I know the villages, but it's not, it's not the Marion from the villages anyway. Um, so he started communicating with me and it feels like all of a sudden it stopped and because of the circumstances with my husband's death, nothing was prepared, businesses, etc. I went through a lot of anger after he passed away, even though he was wonderful to me Um, when we were together. I felt like he left me totally unprepared with business and et cetera, et cetera. And um, so, but I've been feeling so amazing. And I went, I was listening to that woman that just spoke to you. I went for my CAT scan because this week, because I, I, I had cancer in 2016. And Rick died of cancer in 2018, cancer of the lungs. And I Mm -hmm. was feeling so wonderful that I said, oh, surely this CAT scan is going to be okay. And unfortunately, you know, a tumor had grown in my lung. And so the doctor wanted to start targeted therapy. Mm -hmm. And I told him I needed to wait three months. I, I needed to, you know, I needed to think about it and mm-hmm. because i'm st- i'm studying um to get my license for insurance because i need to earn income it started to bring up those resentful feelings again you know okay. with my husband and i'm just trying to sort it out um you know and the woman yeah. was sharing about the parents that have lost their children i had gotten through the point this past month that you know i I was not feeling afraid to die, but then this thing all of a sudden it consumed me, and I said, "This has been a long journey i am yeah. like, I don't get it. I just don't get it um, so
1: is your is your is your if, if you had a question today, is it how to deal with those feelings?" Yeah,
3: I to deal with those feelings, am I making a mistake? I don't want to automatically say to the doctor, oh, okay, we'll start the, we'll the targeted treatment. I physically feel so good. And, you know, I felt like it, I was connecting to, you know, to spirit, to, to Rick. I have a new spiritual teacher. And all of a sudden it just went boom.
1: Well that's um, that's what happens when our human story really gets in the way and it's just so clear. I want everybody who's listening to just send Marion lots of loving vibes, knowing that makes a difference. Just open up your heart and send it her way, and Marion taking a nice deep breath. And just exhale really slowly. And what I've learned so clearly from my work is we are multidimensional beings. And we get to choose our point of view and we get cut off from our awareness of our greater self when we get wrapped up in the story. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. We're very human, but it's that practice of meditation, of sitting in the silence and shifting our view from the outer world to our inner world and doing this regularly that helps us find that place of peace when everything goes to hell in a handbasket. So... Mm-hmm. I have so many people across the veil, the spirits come through and say, I left my loved one in the lurch. I didn't do the paperwork before I passed. So that's lesson one for all of us, isn't it? But lesson the lesson here is that they know that they left you that way. And so any angry feelings or resentment you have, don't feel guilty about that. That's very human. But know that your loved one knows about it and then put yourself beside them in the spirit world as a soul and know that this is an opportunity to practice forgiveness to practice rising above the story and finding peace and then saying okay buddy you got me into this mess guide me help me out of it and hopefully the insights will flow for that now as far as the illness and what to do i'm i will not give medical advice at all the advice is always to follow your heart and ask for guidance So hopefully you can use these slow breathing techniques to take a nice deep breath, to get calm, and say, I can't make this decision on my own. I would like some guidance. And hopefully someone in the human world will come with just what you need to hear. Your guides will impress thoughts into your mind. Your husband will make his presence known again, and it's a multi-pronged helping that will descend upon you to help you find just the right answer. But really, the answer's already inside of you. When Anytime you hear shoulds, that's the human side of you. So get to the place where you're making a decision from a place of peace. This answer applies mm-hmm. to all of us, no matter what we're facing. Any have to, need to, shoulds, that's human side. Take a deep breath and just ask again, what's the best way to handle this? does that help
3: okay well you know he asked my daughter his his bonus daughter went just a few months before he was he he knew that he was probably not going to make it he said you know you're going to take care of your mother she's an adult um and when he told me that i said no, Grace is not going to take care of me. We are going to take care of me. I'm going to take care of me. And it ends up that I'm living with my daughter right now. Yeah. And, she doesn't, and she doesn't really like me living here. And she's looking forward to me getting a place, which is not practical. So the conversation he had with her, I'm now having with her. And I thought I made the mistake of, of showing her something of your, one of your talks. And Mm -hmm. I just felt like he was really speaking to her at that moment. And she looked at me after a few minutes and she said, how long is this? And I told her, she said, (laughs) mom, you believe in these things. I don't, you know, I don't. And my brothers don't, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I ended it, you know, I ended it, but.
1: Yeah, Um, we're coming up to a break here, Marion. So I know that many of you have encountered that in your own life. You know what your heart believes. Just stay with that. And if you find pushback from a family member, let them have their beliefs. Don't try to change it. But you know what your heart knows and just be be solid in that awareness so if you haven't figured out by now our guest for today did not uh come it's my first time we've had a no-show but we're going to handle it uh with spirit help spirits help and i'll be answering questions in the second half so please come back and join me thanks marian thank you
4: All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman.
1: Hi, everybody. I know if you're just joining us, you're expecting to hear Eileen McCusick, but for some reason she did not call in. So we have been uh, just being spontaneous and listening to the promptings of spirit. Enjoyed the first half hour with Irene Vuvalides talking about how helping parents heal helped out during the pandemic. Then we took a caller. And now I have my wonderful friend and radio show assistant Lynette on the line because we were (laughs) all ready to talk about sound healing today. And she and I shared an experience recently with sound healing. And we're going to share that with you. And then again, if any of you have a story you'd like to share on the air of an incident from your loved one across the veil that left no doubt whatsoever in your mind that they are with you, feel free to call in 816-251-3555. I do have one caller, Daryl, waiting, so thank you for your patience. But first, I have been... a. a proponent of sound healing for a long time after reading Eileen's book well over a year ago. I have tuning forks that I've been playing with, but I have a wonderful friend named Candice Blair, who's going to be on the show later, who does sound healing with gongs. And I attended a demonstration of Gongs, great big gongs, at a conference last year at the Super Summit Soul Summit in Scottsdale. But being in the presence of Candace playing these gongs right up close was so transformational. And my husband Ty was with me when we did it. He had such an amazing experience that I said, "Tai, I got to get a gong." <laughs> a gong <laughs> is not in an, 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 a musical instrument. It is a meditative tool. Of course, it is a musical instrument, but the one. The ones I'm talking about are for energy healing and helping in meditation. So on our way across the country this past month, we stopped and I went to one of the top gong shops in the country in Memphis, Tennessee, recommended to me by Candace, And I got myself a gong. And this is where St. Ty really earned his moniker yet again. Because here we are for four months on the road in our big RV with this thirty-eight inch gong sitting in the living room of the bus <laughs> that I have to horse around every time we get on the road and put it on top of the bed so it doesn't get uh bent or dent dented. And I'm about to tell you why we're going to this trouble. So Lynette, hi. <laughs> hi <laughs> welcome welcome to the show surprise but uh i know you i I was keeping you informed of me buying this gong and you and i just met up in tulsa we we you live yes, in you atlanta did. now but you came to tulsa for my recent class and yes. one of the first things i wanted to do was play my gong for you so yes uh yeah, now it doesn't take skill to play a gong, but I've been t- I've been reading things on the internet about the importance of volume, changing the volume and the tempo, and the importance of intention. So I let everybody that's listening know that that Lynette and Ty and I and another wonderful friend, Erlene, got together and we sat and I set the intention that, that our energy would be raised by this gong playing, and then I began. So I'll turn it over to you, Lynette, to explain what you experienced. Yeah. Well, first, I want to preface by saying I have
4: for, ever since I lost my fear of dying, I have wanted to get out of my skin and have that experience. And I've reached it sometimes in meditation, you know, that, that feeling of dissolving. And I've had some other sort of healing experiences where that was a part of it for a brief period of time. But what happened when you started playing that gong in the bus, oh, my star, Suzanne, it was like I just dissolved it was the most incredible feeling and it was what's incredible about it is to have no sensation of physical presence and yet to have the awareness that that mm. you're still there. You know, it's like it's like an STE or or I mean I haven't had an N D E, but a spiritually transformative experience where you really get to see what the universe is made of. It was it was unbelievable and it happened instantly and as long as you were making that vibration on that gigantic sun gong
5: <laughs> it just <laughs> it just stayed
4: i mean it was it was magical yeah i don't know yeah. what you i mean I, I i know that go ahead go ahead well i don't i don't no, know I what just... you were experiencing <laughs> because i was so out you know i was just I mean, it's hard to describe. I was telling some friends this morning that I had, a, you know, two gong experiences that I really can't put into words. And um, and I don't really know how. It's something you just have to experience. But, but for me, because, you know, it's like, I want out of my body. I just want to feel that. And it never happened. And <laughs> so you hit that gong and it almost instantly, zip. It wasn't out of the body. The body just disappeared. Wow. And the second time, too,
1: which is amazing. I turned around it's like... Where did Lynette go? She has this little smile on her face, and she's gone. <laughs> well, and the second time was
4: was really quite different. I don't know if you because you that evening you came over and you said we're going to play. You, I think you said for twenty five or thirty minutes. I don't remember how long, uh-huh. but but we mm-hmm. were just going to sit there and absorb it, and you were going to to you know be right in front of the gong doing the thing, and we were probably. I'll have to ask Arlene, but I think we were about six or seven feet back from the sound. But, but the first, see, I expected the same dissolving experience, and that's what's really cool, I think, is that probably every experience is different. But this time, you know, I think most people eventually see colors in meditation, and, and they were there, but they took on uh, almost like a three-dimensional quality of, of uh, it was like they had substance. In, in the visual field, which is hard to... Do. I don't know, Suzanne, I don't have the words for this, but here, let me keep trying.
1: <laughs> You're doing well. And doing well. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> because there were
4: all these swirling colors that had substance and body like they were alive. And, and like what... The impression I had is this is the universe, that the universe is vibration, it's color, it's sound... And and here I am experiencing it. again. Eventually reached that point of being just a a point of consciousness. But then in the end, and why I, I just I knew you had stopped, but I couldn't come back because I was melded with source and that light. And I've got goosebumps even thinking about it because at the end it was just like everything. The light came in, and there were like tinges of pink at the edges, and it was a, it was a presence, but it was a presence that I was a part of. I sound like a lunatic, but <laughs> no, <laughs> no, hand. no, 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 It's very, a oh, lovely anybody. picture
1: of it. Oh, but you said you feel like you'd just gone home. <laughs> well, I had, I went, I
4: went, I went to what we all are, you know, we're all, so it's so hard to get that when we are living in these human bodies that are so built on separation and division. And, and, and that, that was, incredible because all of that just fell away and I could see that it was um that that that's us that there were aspects of that greater greater consciousness wow it was tremendous
1: and and what I heard is this is the sound of creation this is om and it's this deep booming it's waves that you can feel and you can feel them going through you so sound healing is is a very real thing and i know that not only did we both have those wonderful experiences everybody that was present did but you and i both have the same issue with painful feet and stiff toes i have arthritis in my toes i'm not and i don't want to claim that but both of us afterwards it was gone it's been gone every time that i've used it it all it's
4: my second toe on my right foot and and the stiffness is constant it's always in my awareness and it just vanished yeah. But do yeah. you remember the other strange thing? We we were sitting in the living room of that Airbnb. We were talking about it, you and Arlene and me. And and we were all like like feeling that flow in and out, in and out, almost like waves on a beach.
1: And after that it was over. It continued to vibrate. Yes. That was what was so cool. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Our whole energy field, our energy fields had just come into this beautiful state of resonance and it was just so peaceful and, and Ty and I are on the road now traveling, we've put a 2,000 miles on the bus already in just four weeks, three weeks we've been gone, not even, yeah, and. At the end of each day of traveling, I'm usually a little bit out of sorts, knocked off balance, and I just put that gong in its place and sit down on the floor in front of it and gong and tie, and the puppy soak it up, and I soak it up, and I just feel (laughs) back in balance. So, yay. (laughs) So, sound healing is a very real thing, and that's why we will eventually get Eileen back on, because you don't have to go out and buy this giant gong. It's a bit of an investment, but tuning forks do the same thing tuning forks yeah. so those of you listening to say i want some of that th- that's why i was looking forward to talking to eileen because i uh i have gotten rid of the stiffness in the toes the same way with a tuning fork and uh i i will tell a little story on us i have a he i have this healing bowl a singing bowl some of you may be familiar with that it also makes This beautiful sound that just makes you go, wow, what is that? And I had heard he put it upside down on your head and hit it, and it's really amazing. So we have some blackmail pictures of uh, Lynette with a bowl on her head, but unfortunately she has one with me with a bowl on my head and Ty with a bowl on his head. (laughs) And her with a bowl on her head. We're all doomed. <laughs> yeah, no alcohol was involved in those pictures but the sound oh. that, that results from gonging that while it's on your head just goes through your entire energy field and it's amazing so I hope you guys have enjoyed just opening your minds a bit to all of you to what is possible when we bring our energy field into attunement with these pure sounds of the universe of creation I believe that's what we we experience Lynette I th- well I think so too and then the other part um
4: I think especially like in in these times when there's a lot of chaos and and disturbance in in the human field, of course that that a reminder of that that bottom line this is what we're made of, we are this uh vibration, this sound, this presence of light that's what we are at the core, and to feel that to actually experience it is
1: really, really healing at this particular point in time. I found it so. Exactly. So everybody, you know, if you can find yourself some kind of heal, sound healing instrument, it's not quite the same when you find it on recordings. But uh, uh, tuning forks, bells, all of those things are beautiful. So thank you, Lynette. Well, you're welcome, Suzanne. I'm I'm uh, great connecting with you. I'm,
4: I'm I'm your girl to do that anytime.
1: <laughs> it was incredible. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, we'll talk to you later. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, so I have Daryl, who's been holding on the line for quite a while. Thank you for your patience, Daryl. You're on the air.
2: Oh, hi. Fine, Suzanne. Actually, I I was hoping you might not even get to me, because I could listen to you and Lynette go on and <laughs> on. And I'm going to go out and buy a gong or a tuning fork. I was looking forward to your guests, and I before uh, calling, I actually... Uh, Ordered, I was able to place her uh, n- her book, something about uh, training the human, whatever. Right, whatever tuning the human, tuning the human biofield. Yeah, yep. tune in the human yeah. bio. Uh, I was good. able to uh, uh, obtain that, so uh, that, yeah. that is a start. But uh, I- I'm not sure what I should ask because you said something about. Uh, how are you connected with your husband, and I'm not sure, but I had a very strange occurrence uh, two days ago, or maybe it was yesterday morning, where I take my little iPod to bed with me, and I don't check it normally for much except the times, but I I got a message, and and I thought it was from Sanaya, you know, with the Sanaya Says. And and mm-hmm. I wrote it down because my memory is so poor. But it, it began with, "Are you willing to sample a new feast?" And I've gone through your old uh, readings, not readings, uh, Sanaya. The messages. You know, you have, yeah. You have that organized now into uh, days. Well, so well Daryl, a- that,
1: that that was a recent post from Sanaya about about when we get in a rut, that life is a smorgasbord that we are encouraged to notice when we're doing the same things over and over again and live life to the fullest by just enjoying the full buffet, the feast of opportunities available to us. Maybe
2: I missed it because I I wrote these words down and they were in my mind as I went outside to do my uh, Qigong routine. So I know I recorded at least the first leg of it. Oh, but I I didn't finish. So I dropped my phone and that's what happened. But anyway, today's message was the one I believe you're talking about, and I thought, well, maybe this is it. But it didn't use the word feast, but it did talk
1: about uh,
2: variety or a smorgasbord or whatever. So, uh, Yeah. Well, Daryl, perhaps-
1: I want to thank you for calling in. I'm I I have some callers lining up now, but um That messages that she's talking about, all of the daily messages from Sanaya can be found at dailyway.org. So I'm so glad you enjoy those, Daryl, and thank you for calling in. We're going to move on so we don't run out of time here to Margaret, who has been waiting patiently as well. Hi, Margaret. Thanks for calling in. Hi. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, how are you?
2: I'm
5: doing um, well. I have, I have, a, I have, thank you. I have a message of hope. Um, I lost my daughter nine, nine years ago. Her name was Allie. And I had gone to the mausoleum to visit her. It's oh, still very hard. It's nine years. But a couple of years ago, um, I had gone on a trip to see my other daughter in California. And I had such an amazing time. I was filled with so much love because one of Allie's friends had been out there in California with my daughter, my other daughter. And so when I I talked to Allie at the mausoleum, I said, Allie, I had such an amazing time with your friend Britt and uh, with Christine, your sister. And I said, would you please keep bringing me the love? So. As I left the mausoleum and headed down this country road, it was just me and the, another car coming at me. The license, And Allie had a sense of humor, and the license plate said, love, L-O-V-E.
1: Oh, keep bringing that me the love, and it's synchronic- coming right
5: at you. <laughs> yeah. So that was a synchronicity, but I've had so many beautiful visions through she she used to take pictures of herself with her iPhone and she was very attached to the iPhone at the time 9 years ago and she um i just i always take pictures when i feel her cuz i feel her and then i see i'll take a picture and she, i could see an image of her it's it's just unbelievable oh, it's it's in unbelievable the picture. yes like i feel oh, her nice. I have that like clear sentience or whatever i think that's yeah. what it's called uh-huh. Uh-huh. and yeah. I just I just use my my camera on my phone when I feel that or if I'm meditating and I feel her I take a picture and and sometimes it comes she comes through <laughs> it's just it's just unbelievable and there was another time I was singing to her this was shortly after she passed and I was singing this song by Liam Rhymes I need you and I was so heartbroken and I was singing this song to her because she loved to sing. She had a, a voice like an angel. And um, I sang that song to her, and I felt this overwhelming sense of love. And I took a photo in my backyard, and in this image is this huge orb, like aura, mm, of gold. Mm-hmm. And uh, and in the vision, in that orb of gold is her, is her like a profile of her. Sort of staring
1: oh. at me. Oh, she's it good was, at that. Then I love is, it. She
5: was. She is very. Um, she was very blessed, and in, in the way she was as a person, she was so loving and kind. Well, and, Margaret,
1: I don't know why I'm keep seeing images of Gabriel playing the trumpet, but it's been in my mind uh, since you started talking. So some oh, for I'm some excited. reason that angel. <laughs> played the trumpet when she was in fifth grade. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> yay, Allie. And she was giving me a little bit of cramps in my stomach and pointing at you as if you've been having some kind of digestive or abdominal issues. And she says, it's going to be over soon, Mom. Oh, okay? really?
5: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Could be. <laughs> could be something.
1: <laughs> but Thank the trumpet so- playing. Yay, Allie. So she's definitely taking credit for those photos. <laughs> That
5: she really, she really comes through to me because the love bond is so, the love between the two of us, I mean, only because I'm her mother, I was very attached, we were attached sort of to one another,
1: you know? Well, I know yeah. that all the moms listening can definitely identify with that and I thank you for coming on and sharing with us how how your daughter let you know that she is still right here.
5: Yeah. So Thanks, So I wanted Margaret. to share that. You're
1: welcome. Thank you so much for you do. Take care. Surprise. Bye-bye. It looks like I'll have time for two more. Anybody else wants to just try to call in and share a favorite story that your loved one, let you know they're around or ask a question. We have Deborah Parker, I believe. Is it Deborah? You're on the air. Hey, Deborah. You have a story or a I question?
0: I have a comment. Eileen okay.
5: has a new class starting on Ship Network that just started this week, and it's wonderful.
1: Eileen McKusick so does. Yes, so for yeah, people uh-huh. who want to experience
5: the tuning forks, and um, you actually, she actually does the biofield tuning um, right. on someone, and you can feel it through the computer.
1: Very good. Well, that's how I found out about her through the shift network. So I'll have to catch up with her and uh, hopefully we'll get her on here to to talk to all of us uh, another time. Yeah, I just wanted the listeners to know that if
5: they wanted to sign up, it's a good time to do it because it just started. Excellent. Okay, perfect. Thanks for calling in. Bye-bye.
1: All right. Bye-bye. So it looks like we have another caller, Mary, calling in from California. Welcome to the show. Hi.
3: Um, I was just calling about my nephew, and he was in a helicopter accident in the Navy, and the dashboard blew radiation all over the people. And maybe it was uh, Senator John Kane that was there, too. And some of them got cancer, and he got his stomach turned around backwards and that. And I wondered if there's any, you know, hope for him as to what he
1: should do. Oh, wow. This is this is beyond my pay grade, as they say in the Navy, but also as a spiritual teacher. Uh, any challenge like this, I certainly would not take on on a radio show, Mary. So, um, oh. yeah, I'm, I am just going to, let me just give it, take a second, take a deep breath. Yeah, my guides just made my lip twitch and say that that uh, perhaps we can email each other later, but not to go there on the air. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> okay? Okay. All righty, but I thank you for calling. Thank you. Okay, all righty, bye-bye. So I don't have anybody else calling right now, but let me see. I have a couple questions that people had sent in in advance, and one question here is, from Diane in Arizona. How does Suzanne open up psychically? And is it your intuition that aids with psychic information or is it your higher self? Good question for all of us. So, the one thing that is important to understand is that, as I mentioned earlier, we are all multi dimensional beings. What do I mean by that? You are not just your body, you're a soul that is temporarily in the body. And so, as a soul, We can connect with any other souls, whether they're in a body or no longer in a body. So communicating with people who are still in a body while we are, that's called psychic work. But when we communicate as we are people now with souls no longer in a body, that's mediumship. So it's really just like tuning into different channels, different frequencies. We don't have to go anywhere. We don't have to leave the body. We just attune Our minds, our awareness to a different frequency. How do you do that? With intention. But first and foremost, you have to believe that it's possible to do. So you have to believe that you are a soul, that you're not limited to just this human experience. Back when I was a Navy officer, I thought that this is all there is, just this human experience. and But it didn't explain how sometimes you can read your partner's mind and know what they're thinking. Or you're just thinking about someone and they call you. So it was through the practice of meditation, of silencing my busy mind on a regular basis after my stepdaughter passed, that that intuition came back online. And intuition is really how we sense things without using the brain. And all of us are this energetic field, which we were going to talk about today, about using uh, tuning forks to tune that energetic field but you can also do it through meditation so first believe that it's possible to open up psychically then set the intention to do so and then I hope you'll go to my website because I have all kinds of tools for learning to do that the website of course is Suzanne go down to the footer in that gray area at the bottom is our all the things that are available on the site, but one of the pages in the left column is called free meditative gifts, free meditation gifts. And on that page is my seven step process for connecting with higher consciousness, a video. There's the chakra clearing exercise, the 10 minute transformation. And there are multiple meditations there that guide you to connect with your own guides and to open up your intuition. So How do I open up psychically? I use that seven-step process, which I call the Bless Me Method, seven steps for connecting with higher consciousness. And you can learn how to do it yourself and practice it, and it's like tuning your biofield through meditation. So pretty cool stuff. So belief is key, and then intention, and then alignment – With your higher self. And that's what I hope to bring to this show every week the fact that the quickest way to align with our higher self, which is us at the soul level, is through love by making sure that our responses to anything going on in our world is coming from the heart space, coming from a place of love, which I know that so many of you that listen to that show already do so well because I can feel it coming back at me. So sending you a lot of love and hope you'll join us next week. I just love my guest next week, Ingrid Honkala. If you won't feel the love there, nothing else will bring it to you. So thanks for joining us for a bit of a convoluted show today, but hopefully something of value for you.
0: Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice
2: of an awakening world.
0: Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the MindBodySpirit.fm Podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.